This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Good morning, guys. Good morning, fellas. How are we? I'm doing good. It's always fun watching David put his headphones on, isn't it? It's like watching, well, uh, it's like right. watching a monkey with a Rubik's Cube. Exactly. <laughs> trying to get a banana through the gate the, or through the bars the wrong direction. Good morning. He was sitting here with his mask on, though, like four seconds before we started. Well, I and, didn't. And- I put it on. Right as we were coming on, I don't know why. I know, but it was it was funny trying to watch you, as you tried to take it off with your headphones still on. It was and then my, and then my glasses. <laughs> it was a mess. It was, yeah, it was, it was a mess. But good morning. Makes good morning. Me feel, it makes me feel better about myself. Well, you know, how many times have you gotten out of the car to go into Twice. a store oh. and then realized, oh, I don't have my mask, and go back to the car to right. get the mask? Well, I, we were getting ready to start, so I have to have my mask on before we start. Yep. But I don't because we have so much space in the spacious studios here at KCBQ and K-Praise yep. that we can be 16 feet apart ish, and, I don't need, ish. Ish, and don't need my mask. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the um, my my neck gaiter has become like the new ascot. I just wear exactly. it all the time. I just wear it all the time. <laughs> exactly what I do. Just too. get up in the morning and put it on. And I don't even take it off at night. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> just sleep with it. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. Never mind. I was going to go down a different road, well, but yes. <laughs> Me too. But I was going to, you know, when I'm calling you a, it was just talking about your ascot. That's it. I wasn't saying anything else, I swear. So good morning. Good we, morning. We had a little rain on the way in this yeah, morning. It is did. about time. Well, you know, it was funny because I, it, we actually were, we went down to Point Loma last night and I thought it was going to be raining last night. It didn't rain at all. No, down, it didn't down, rain at all. It yeah. was raining in Poway last night though, briefly. That's what you were saying. Yeah. And then uh, got home, still no rain, walked out of the house this morning, and it was pretty dry in, at my house. But then I stopped at the jack-in-the-box to get a drink on the way into the studio, and it was pouring. And it poured all the way down Miramar Road, actually to about the 805, and it, it stopped raining about the 805. Well, it, so. when I left this morning, it was mostly clear there was a little bit of clouds out in east county but it, yeah there, there were stars there was everywhere bit, yeah there was a little bit of clouds but other than that it was it was it was really clear dry all the way in until i hit the 163 805 and then it started pouring and yeah. i had to turn my windshield wipers up to number two the highest <laughs> thing and slow down i had to slow down to below the speed limit that's, that's how that's bad unusual. that's how treacherous treacherous it was out there thank you george well, those downpours so yes. i i put out fertilizer last night in well, you're, you're a better man than I am. I well, didn't do that. Just a little bit yeah. in Good. my in my little raised bags or raised bags, and so I put it out and checked it this morning, and it was still fairly dry. It had a little moisture on it, but hopefully that downpour at the one sixty three eight hundred five makes it over my beets and uh, carrots and waters. In well, the it's supposed to rain through the weekend, so hopefully you'll get enough to wash it in. We did the same thing. We put some out in preparation. 
You know what kind of fertilizer I put out? You uh, grow power. I put out no. Ooh. What's the only other fertilizer that would be more important to me than grow power as a a general? No, free. Oh, free. (laughs) (laughs) I put out some free, uh, some free uh, pansy food. Ah. Oh, the Dr. Earth? The Dr. Earth. Yes. I use some of that to plant with. Okay. It's good stuff. Well, it's funny because it says pansy food, people. Will not use it. Yeah. It's like, well, I I don't have pansies. Well, I mean, look at the numbers are. Right. Almost the same as everything else Dr. Earth makes. And as long as they don't show the bag to the plants. Correct. They're not going to know. The plants it, are going to think it's vegetable food. Correct. <clears throat> and that's what I use it for. I put a bunch of, we put a bunch of vegetables in what, last weekend with that. I did it last night when it was dark and the plants couldn't see the label. So I didn't even have to hide it. You didn't they have just, to hide yeah, yeah, we it. We, we, I was very, very, I kept it behind my back. I didn't want them to really <laughs> see. That's, that's a, the, that's Bandini's fault or genius. That was Bandini's yeah. genius. Marketing people, but whoever they were. The uh, As long as the nutrients are there, it really doesn't matter what it says on the outside. And it, as long as you're not using a systemic or something like that, one of, with the fertilizers, but the, I mean, there, the there, rest of them. It's nuanced. I mean, there are some benefits to having a higher nitrogen first, you know, citrus or something, but you're right. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. That, the, the best fertilizer is the there one you that you use. Right. The one I don't leave in the garage. The one you don't leave in the garage. Yeah. It can. Uh, it doesn't do much sitting in there. Sitting in there. Uh, since, since I brought it up prematurely, you want to talk about why it was free fertilizer? Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah. I was going to let you do that. I don't. I don't know why it's free. No, yes, no, 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 no. What What is free about it today at Walter Anderson Nursery? Let me. Is today the seventh. Yes. Wow. Oh, so it's you can you get a free you get a you get a. <laughs> I didn't know it was the seventh either. It's been a long, long, long week. It's been week. a long week. It's been a month. It's been a long year. Yeah, I mean, it um, seems like it's still point. Wednesday. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's you can get a free one-pound bag of fertilizer starting today. In both stores, you can get a free one-pound bag of Dr. Earth pansy food for, um, or with a purchase, is it a? $30, $30 minimum purchase. $30 minimum purchase. While supplies last. Ooh, and yeah. your vegetables would be very happy with it. And so would your pansies. Yes, they Because now it, it is pansy season. It is. It is. Okay, yes. we'll, we'll just segue right down the road. It's cool. Go. It's cool. Cool season betting. Uh, cool season betting time. <laughs> oh, good. It was just a sneeze. I thought he was having a seizure. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. Thank We're good? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, good thing you have 16 feet between us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, yeah, now's, now's, the, now's the time to... Uh, Now's the time to uh, switch out all your all your betting from if you have anything left over from the summer. The most your professional annual. hour in radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pansies, violas, stocks, Snapdragons, Snapdragons, primrose, primrose yeah. yeah, both I, the primulas and the English primrose. I love stock. I love the scent of those flowers. It's weird. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm I, big I don't. Fan. I don't dislike it, but Correct. it's weird. It smells like dirt. Oh. <laughs> it smells like dirt. I love no. that. They are it's you don't so like, fragrant. Yeah. No, I'm okay. I, I, it's kind I don't, of a I don't, spicy. It is. It's like yeah, clovish I, or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't dislike it. It's just. <laughs> but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. Exactly. It's okay. So pansies are Ken's uh, you know, beets in the flower world, I guess. No, the stocks. stocks I meant stocks. Yeah, yeah stocks. Nah. No. no, they're they're a little above beets. I, I'm, but not by I'm, much, I'm, apparently. I'm, 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 I'm better. I'm better with stocks than I am with beets. Let me just put it that way. But, and then uh, snapdragons. And who doesn't love to pull a snapdragon off and sit there and I do. pinch it and 
be, it shows my maturity level. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm a Snapdragon. Have a, have a, have a Snapdragon war. You know, one in each hand. <laughs> <laughs> There's a visual. Yeah. Let's watch them eat each other. We could do puppets. Yes. You know, just have little, uh, little conversations with no, snap, ourselves. <laughs> Snapdragons get rust pretty easily. Yes, they, yes, do. they do. They're challenging for that. Yes, well, they do. Have any of you tried them with the uh, systemic rose disease control? Just planting them with the disease control? To I haven't them? because no. I typically plant them near stuff that's edible. Well, that would be a problem now, that wouldn't would it? would be problematic. Yeah, yeah so. I think you might want to move them to their own. We'll have to try that. Yeah. We can do them in a grow bag at the nursery and have a test. And see if it see if it uh, see if the systemic it. helps. Yeah, because yeah. that would be good. I love snapdragons, but I hate rust, and I have all the products to take care of the rust. But what's the, there's one more step. Yeah, uh, you know, as I understand, it has to be applied to the plant. That yeah, is it the has step to, doesn't I have to sit miss. in the shed or the garage or the trunk of the car. Immunox to bring in is a great fungicide for roses and for snapdragons, but I never take the time to do it. I always miss that last little bit. All that, right, that, can, that last part, yeah. the actual application of it. I purchase it. I show it to the plants just so they know. <laughs> Tease them a little goes, bit, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I do. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. Um, the seed potatoes are in. Actually, I should just say Potato. the potatoes are in. Yeah. Because these are the biggest seed potatoes I've ever seen. They're, Correct. They're, they're pretty much just yeah. full- I, I, I went into nursery yesterday. Just I, I was going to print something and yeah. walk by, and I'm like, "Oh, look at all these potatoes! They were huge." You can you, wash, you get wash them in a restaurant. Yeah, you could wash that and throw it in the microwave and exactly. <laughs> have some lunch. I, I'm betting he did, but well, you know, you could, would have. You could get one of those at Larson Steakhouse for sixteen dollars. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be washed and prepared for you. Yes. With nice, nice accoutrement. But we got it. There's a ton of fifteen varieties. 15, Fifteen varieties. Fifteen varieties. Some of the most gorgeous potatoes you will ever see, and I'm kind of excited about. It. I am. Are you going to cut out them today? up, or are you going to plant them as is? I'm going to probably I, do I, both. I, okay. I think it's going to depend because some of them are smaller. Yeah, it depends on the variety. I am a or was a non-believer in cutting up because I was always afraid they'd rot. Rot. Yeah. But all that has to, as long as you have an eye there, the yeah. rest can rot away because the eye is going to start growing immediately. So I think I'm going to let them sit for a little bit to. Push out the eyes, eyes a, little a little bit. bit. Yeah, that and makes sense. I yeah. have I have some sulfur at home, so I can dust them. I think I have some captan too, if I want to go crazy with it. I usually but, cut them and just let them dry for a day or two. Is that what you do? Yeah. I don't know. I, I it, it's something for me to consider over the weekend. I'll 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 take it under advisement and work <laughs> on it. But they are gorgeous. There's reds. Many. I think we have three or four varieties of reds, and some of them are. Beautiful and yellow on the inside, so red skin, yellow. Yeah, there was a, that one purple one that Viking, I think, or is it the other? Oh, one? I can't remember. There was Viking purple is in there, and there's another. Or, or is it Huckle? Is it Huckleberry Gold that it's got a? There's one that's got a purple skin, but it's it's, it's gold on the inside. It's gold inside. It might be that. Yeah. And we have uh, Yukon Gold and Yukon Gem. Yukon Gold, Yukon Gem, Russian the, banana. Yeah, the Russian banana is a skinny one. It's pretty interesting looking. There, I don't know. I'm pretty excited yeah. about it. And they're, they came all the way from Montana. That's all I have to say about that. And that's, that's all from Montana. <laughs> they look gorgeous. They're ready to go. Um, they are <clears throat> bothered by frost. So if you live in an area with frost, put them in a raised bed or a, a grow pot so that you can protect them. I'm going to 
I think I'm going to put mine in a grow bag this year because I, when I plant them this time of the year, they grow great, and then the frost wipes out the top tops, half. right? And I never cover them. I, I say I will. You are, you probably have frost cloth at home as well. You know, I don't, but I have hoops. I have big cylinders of chicken wire that I could just drape a, a sheet over very easily. But I don't. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's just that last step. It's, it's got all those the good intentions, right? The road. Yeah, that's yeah. what Mama says. Paved The road to hell is paved with good yep. intention. It's like my sister-in-law uh, says that my, my brother-in-law is a... When it, 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 they own an air conditioning company back in Florida, and he, so he he's he's really good as far as household projects and things like that. But he's he's a ninety five percenter. <laughs> <laughs> it's about ninety five ninety five percent done, and then moves on to the next thing. Yeah. So. Well, I wanted I you to I be could, able to I participate, I could even be that sweetie. Much. Yeah. yeah. How's the uh, flooring coming? Oh, it's, it's almost done. Way almost to go. Done. We're done today. Yeah, that's a life changer. <laughs> Some people employ other people to do that, just yeah. for the well, record, yeah, for next I've, time. I've employed people to put it in. Okay. I just didn't. Weren't smart enough to have them take it out. Destruction. Yeah, gotcha. I'm not. Well, you, maybe you used the destruction part to get all your frustration out. Yeah, uh, but, I, but I actually ended up work. hurting after that. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still frustrated, so, yeah. you know. Didn't work. Didn't no. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Um, we've got about another minute before we need to take a break. But um, so, yeah, the um, the seed potatoes are in. Uh, we don't have a huge amount of, we have a, we have a lot of varieties, but we don't have a huge quantity of them, so if you if you want to try growing potatoes, uh, get them early. Get it. Get in there and get them early. Yeah. E- um, even if you're not going to plant right away, if you know you want them, get them because when they're gone, they're gone, and we won't have more until probably early to mid January. And, and those the, are going to be the ones, the packaged ones, and they won't be near as many. Correct. Yeah, or as big varieties, probably, right? But yeah. Now we did. We you and I both planted some this past spring with great success. Great success. Worked potatoes are I, easy. I tried something new this year. Well, I tried something new. I planted potatoes many years ago and failed. But this year, well, to hear how I succeeded, you're going to have to. You're going to have around. to wait. You, <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We'll be back with more right after this. your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same. But it's all right now. I learned my lesson. And we're back with more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. 
and it's potato story time. <laughs> it's a great story. You're just going to be so excited. So the first time I did potatoes, I got a big 25-gallon plastic tub, and I put mm-hmm. some soil in it. I put the potatoes, and as they were growing, I put stuff on top. But they were kind of over in an area where they were kind of in the shade. And so they started growing really well, and then all of a sudden they just started rotting. The whole thing just collapsed, and I failed miserably. And then I gave up for probably 10-plus years. <laughs> and then this year, it was this year, wasn't it? It was. It yeah. seems like Spring. so long ago. George and I split a bag of mixed-colored potatoes, right? Mm-hmm. And I planted two blue and two red. And I started them in a pit in the ground out in the yard and added a ton of compost. And then as they grew, I just kept throwing a little more composty soil over the top. And I would say it was less than three months later I harvested and I got dozens and dozens of red, smaller potatoes from my two red seed potatoes. And I got, I don't know, probably 10 enormous blue potatoes from my two seed blue seed potatoes, but they were full size. They were this big, everybody. They were this big, Um, but the size of of an extra large baking potato. But the blues, I got many fewer, but larger. And I was very excited about it because it was really easy. Did you, even, well, so, did well, you feed them at all or just with the – just no. the comp- hey, That's the thing is, I mean, I, I've, uh, I've done them and I've had good size, but I, I don't do anything to them. I probably threw a handful of fertilizer when initially in the soil okay. when I planted I know them. I did. Yeah, we, we did when we planted ours, that. yeah. Nothing yeah, some of the that. soil – I mean, the soil that I used was the sunshine. And it has some fertilizer in it, but I didn't put anything on it after the fact. I, I am so much better with things in the ground because I don't remember to water. But I've been – I've been much better this year. I, I don't put it off until oh, when I get home from work. I well, that, do it before I go, so they're still alive when I get home from work, and it's made a big difference. Well, that whole COVID thing, you know, you have to stay at home anyway, so you're probably out there a little bit more. Yeah, probably. For, yeah, okay, I'll go with that. So why sure. did so so why did your first attempt collapse? Well, I Rot, think stay, stay too wet. I think I kept it too wet. The the plastic Shady. doesn't breathe. No, so true. their Shady grow spot. bag would be better. Yeah. The shade of the other trees around it, I think, compounded the problem. But this was out in the ground in in the full sun, and the soil there is fairly loose. And I added a bunch more compost well, and I, just I know, slowly. I know, like Kathleen always, or she grows potatoes, and I know they, people complain about San Diego soil's too compact and it's hard to grow. But you remember, like I said, Mrs. Carden. She she had a hillside of potatoes. I mean, she and she didn't play. She planted them. I don't know how many times, but how many years. But she, the ones that we she used to harvest. I mean, they they've been there for years and years and years. They just grew like you know, weeds. It just takes some effort in the beginning. If you right, if you think, amend you're right. significantly yeah. and and always add compost and keep adding Loosen, you know, good organic yeah. material, you will have a good healthy vegetable or you know flower bed that you can work until all the time. I, I was talking to JD. We were looking for the grow bags that the bottom drops out of. Yeah. And I wanted it for potatoes and he didn't have them. And we were talking about it and he goes, David, the, the bags are small. They're light. You can just flip flip it over. over. Yeah. You really don't, unless it's something enormous or super heavy, you don't need. I did it in a bottom. I did them in a big trash can. We had, um, we had potato grow bags. We did. Yeah, yeah we did. A, year a couple or two of ago. years ago. It had the panel on the side. Yeah, and that's, yeah. you know, something's up. just as, yeah, you could reach in. And I, it's, I did. It's gimmicky. Yeah, it's gimmicky. good for late night television. Yeah. but As seen on TV. Yes. And I didn't we do it once at the nursery with tires? 
And, you yeah, know, if you have a bunch of old tires on your that. property, yeah. you start with one tire and you plant yeah, it in the bottom one. I don't remember that at and all. And as they grow, you just, just put, put another more, tire on exactly. it, put soil around it, and totally, just layer yes. it up by okay. tire by tire. Aren't yeah. you concerned with any kind of chemical leaching into your potato using tires, just no. out of curiosity? No, I would not be. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, on the other hand, would be. Would you? Yeah. My sisters would be. My mom would be. Yeah. I wouldn't be. Okay. Is that all you're going to say about I, I, that? Well, no, there's going to be some science. We're going to look into this. Okay. You look into it. See what leaches out of the tires. Yeah. Then, then we're going to talk about Ray's bet. Well, we won't. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going down you're that path. You're not playing with, with me. No, okay. I'm not. I am not going to engage. Let's, let's, uh, let's move along, Douglas, quickly. Well, the, the one, the, one of the key things, though, for growing potatoes is you've got to have loose soil. Because right. if, if it's, if it's heavy, even even if it's not compacted, but if it's just heavy soil, you're not going to get as good a production out of it. I concur. Oh, and then uh, another funny potato story. Since we're another one, thank uh, you for giving. <laughs> and funny David business. and I, David and I, were talking to uh, Gretchen yesterday, our new office manager in oh, Conway, okay. and um, her sister grew potatoes a couple of years ago, I guess it was, and um, as the uh, as the plant started coming up out of the ground, she has a chicken. And the chicken would go over and, and start pecking until it found the potato. W- until it found the potato, so she didn't get any potatoes because the chicken ate them all. <laughs> That's yeah. Well, I'd be eating chicken. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. We would love to talk to you. If you have any potato stories out there, I know ours have been riveting. But if you have any that you'd like to share, please give us a call. Um, when we were talking about the cool. Cool season bedding. One of the other things that comes up, although I don't think it's as popular as it used to be, ornamental kale. I love ornamental kale. It's gorgeous. It's really pretty. Yeah, some of the colors are intense. Yeah, and we, excuse me, we have it in, we do have it in stock right now. But I God, I remember we used to get tons of. Yeah, and now we. We have a small section of it. Um, Right, it's not. It isn't the same. It's not as not as popular as it it used to be. It does look like. Most of the growers have shifted a little bit of their production from ornamental to to edibles because Edible, nobody's point, able yeah. to keep up with the vegetables. We're we're still running out of things on a regular basis, and so some of the bedding plants that we get regularly are in much shorter supply because yeah. the the production has shifted and people are selling as many vegetables as they can get in. Yeah, and and you know you're talking about edible kale, it's unbelievable how many varieties of edible kale are out there now the at least what what yeah. we have what we have in stock we usually several different varieties at any given time i'm yeah. smiling at you because i'm thinking about edible kale and i'm thinking about the way you react to beets and i i just don't get kale i don't get i it. love kale I, I i i i like kale as well sauteed I, kale with garlic is melanie makes it she makes it she makes a she makes kind of a Creamy, garlicky um, dressing for it and a kale salad. Oh, it's well. Excuse me, excuse me, gentlemen. But if you put enough cheesy, creamy, garlicky, buttery, it's whatever on anything, gets to your mouth except beets. You know. It's gonna be good. <laughs> yes, except beets. It'll be good. Well, we make it in a smoothie as well. And yeah, that's that's where I was headed. Those are pretty you. good. Actually, that. No ice cream. No ice cream. Sorry. Oh my gosh, you guys. I don't know what's wrong with you. What? I don't know. 
when I lived in Japan, this, ornamental kale and ornamental ornamental cabbage was very popular for late uh, autumn plantings everywhere. Well, it, the names of many of those specialty varieties of ornamental kale are Japanese names, and I, I don't remember them off the top of my head, but they are right. different varieties. And the purple with the white center, the the striking contrast for borders and things. Yeah, are, that's what they're, they're using they're for. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Thanks for getting us off kale. However, if you want to grow kale for your smoothies or for your creamy, garlicky. Something or other. Salad. Yes, salad. Thank you. Um, You you plant them and harvest them all season plus long. Oh, yeah. If you don't chop the heads off, you were going to talk about that. If you don't chop the tops off, you can just harvest the outside leaves. And a friend of mine in, in Rancho Santa Fe has about two foot tall kale now with just, it looks like a little tree dusting brush. Yeah. A little yeah. tree, just yeah. a few leaves at the top and a nice stem up until there, but she's been harvesting. Those were planted, I think in February. No, it must've been March at the beginning of COVID and they're still alive and producing and doing well. Yeah. And that, that's a, that's true with pretty much all of the leaf vegetables. You, yeah. if, if you don't cut the entire head off of it, even like romaine, if you if it's just if you're just a, a say your average family of four or, or five and you have a few and you have a few heads of uh, romaine lettuce growing as it matures all you have to do is just go and pull off the pull off what you need for one for one serving yeah for, your salad, for, yeah. for one salad and leave it there and it'll keep on growing uh, and that's pretty much true I I don't think you can do that with iceberg lettuce but uh, and unless Gretchen's chickens get to them. <laughs> You know, that'll that'll put a damper in them that, pretty quickly. That that will do it, or the or the finches. You know, I got a call from a friend of ours who has a irrigation company up in the you know in multiple areas around town, mm-hmm. and he was looking for vegetables because he uh, ran out of them and was the suppliers are running low on them. We still have a a pretty good variety available, um, but shop early for best selection because it does they do come and go very quickly and. Yeah. Hey, it's really neat to see people finally getting back into gardening. Yeah, very. The, it's too in, bad in this a, is a, what it took. But. In a, yeah, in a in a big way, and, and yeah. it's not and it's not just annual vegetables. It's it's um, fruit trees, and we, we can't keep any of that stuff in stock. Um, the the size of the um, the size of the of five gallon avocados that we've been getting in is. Yeah, well, well rooted but small. They're, they're very rooted, small. But, but they're 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 yeah. small. But we finally have a decent selection for the first time in six months. Yeah. So right. If you, yeah, it's it it they they got they got wiped out. I mean, they, every every everybody did, and and all kinds of wasn't just toilet paper. I mean, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I heard they're starting to limit the purchases of toilet paper and paper towels. It, 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 it's hit or miss in Poway from you know watching the information exchange uh, at the at the Costco. It's people are posting they've they've got it in or it, it's all gone or uh, it's uh it's crazy. You know, I've never had a problem. I've always had plenty, but I guess if you're one person and you're buying at Costco, it lasts a long time, doesn't it? Well, you still have a newspaper subscription yeah, exactly. too. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> you don't. Hey, they jacked it up like sixteen hundred percent and I said, No, thank you. No. But I get I get leftovers. My my dad saves me. He's getting two Wall Street journals a day for some reason. The um, same issue? I think he's only paying for one. Oh. Yeah. And so I, I get his leftovers. Oh there you go. Yes. 
If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a break, and we're going to be back and talk to Linda and Vince on the phones when we get, when we come back. So stay tuned. your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same. But it's all right now. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on K- KCBQ and KPRZ. Uh, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We are going to go to the phones. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, we're going to head over to Tierra Santa where Linda is waiting. Good morning, Linda. How are you? Good morning. Uh, I'm great. I have a question about raccoons. Is there anything we can do to discourage them from eating our uh, avocados and orange trees and the grapes. We're all looking at each other. They're difficult. Because there are things to do. I don't have a raccoon problem, so I'll leave it up to the people. Let's talk to George. Well, I I know, well, I had a raccoon problem as well eating figs, but according to the the state integrated pest management, there's there's very little we can do other than exclusion or there's some frightening things in the water uh, sprinklers that go off automatically, things of that sort, a large dog. Um, but their repellents are not effective. They just don't work well. Oh, there are There are cages you can it traps trap them, them in. in. Humane, that's right. You can trap them. And then according to the... Well, then what do you do with them, George? Well, that one I'd have to look up. I don't, okay. I've don't. never had to deal with raccoons. Okay. So. You can... Is there anyone that um, has, comes and collects them you could pay for, to cage them? Probably. Yeah, I would imagine there are. One of the pest control companies or, or Lee out east. You can find Lee and he'll come with a cage and he'll take care of your critters. I'm just making that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, since we don't have an answer for that, when... Uh, does your flowering ice plant come in? That's something we get throughout the year. Yeah, we oh. we, we we stock we stock it we stock it throughout the year. Um, typically, it's not, a lot of times it's not in flower, but we always have the we'll, we'll have the uh, plants depending on colors and or whatever it is you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, thank you. Okay, thanks for the call, Linda. Thanks, thanks for nothing. Well, no, and Linda, and Linda, Linda does, I just finished reading up on uh, from the use, the California State Integrated Pest Management, and it says many counties have um, trapping programs for nuisance animals, such as raccoons. So count, if you contact the local um, agricultural county ag department, they may have something to help you with. Well, if they will, oh, okay. since, since they classify them as nuisance, then the county animal control might come and take them right. from you if you trap them as well. So that gives yeah. you the avenue. The The problem with 
trapping when the humane traps is what Getting to do with them. them. Yeah. Yeah, it, you're prohibited by law to release them elsewhere once you catch oh, them. Oh, you are? Yes. Correct. So, so since they're categorized as nuisance pests, you can probably get the county to come take them away and deal with them for you. So give, yeah. them, give them a call on Monday and... Uh, now you can say thank you for our wonderful help instead of for nothing. <laughs> thank you for your wonderful help. <laughs> Shamed into it. Have, have a good day. You Thanks, too. Linda. Thank you. you too. Uh, if you want to give us a call, 1-888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. We're going to move Let's on. talk to manure. We're going to move on up to uh, San Marcos where Vince is waiting. Good morning, Vince. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I really thankful we're finally getting some rain it's been a long way um, i just wanted to uh, you know, ask you folks if you've ever had any experience with a herbicide carry over in horse manure i i have, I have not, not no i've not i haven't heard of any correct I, I, and i have not heard of any problems with it okay well i, I i'm here in san marcus right in the middle of um, many of the horse ranches and uh for many years i've used you know, horse manure composted and then use it on my roses and my gardening plants. But about two years ago, I ran into a really serious problem where most of my um, vegetables and also my roses uh, got chlorotic and really started going downhill. So I did a little research on it, and I found out that um, since 1953, um, they've known that some of the herbicides will carry over into the forage that the animals eat. So I, I, I found out that... Um, you actually can get your uh, – some states actually recommend – extension people actually recommend that you actually send a sample of uh, your horse mower in and get it tested before you actually use it. And I just want to share that with any, uh, you know, gardeners that still have access to a horse mower. It's very plentiful here in San Marcos with all the horse ranches, but um, – it takes about a year or two for you know for it to uh, you know break down and uh, you know get depleted out of the soil, and so I don't really use horse manure any, anymore because um, I don't want to take a risk with it. Uh, it is a wonderful thing when it's working properly, but you know the problem is uh, people don't always follow the label uh, when they grow uh, crops. You know, they're having an outbreak of insects on their uh, hay fields, so they may use uh, you know herbicide later in the season. And uh, anybody, um, you know, may have a hard time, uh, you know, figuring out what's going wrong with their garden. If you do everything right, you know, you might think it's a problem with uh, maybe a virus or some other uh, thing. But uh, for me, it was a serious problem. So I, I've, any of the, you know, vegetable growers in this area, I tell them that you can send, uh, you know, samples of your uh, compost or your manure in to get it tested before you use it. And I don't know, it may not be too much of a problem because I don't think most people actually make uh, compost uh, like that, and, and, but they could. So I just wanted to share that with uh, any of your uh, customers so that uh, we have a happier growing situation. And uh, the other question I have, uh, do you have any uh, corn varieties that you recommend for late season planting here in uh, Southern California? For, uh, for you know, ones that actually hold up to the weather as it gets colder? I, I don't think we have anything that would be... Well, it depends on the weather, and it totally depends on, on how warm or how cool it stays. If if you had planted it two months ago coming into fall, it would have been great. But now we're expecting the high 30s and low 40s, I think, early next week. And so it depends on what the weather brings. If it stays warm and dry, sure, the yeah. the shorter season varieties should be okay. But I I wouldn't... Uh, invest my time in corn right now. There's so many other things that will right. do well through this season. 
um, yeah, I'd, I, I'd I, move I, on. I, what, I, what I meant is I, I realize you got a plan earlier, you know, like in August and stuff. Yeah, but I, I'm still wondering. I'm, I'm from New York, so I don't really have many years of growing experience here in, uh, in uh, you know, Southern California. And I just want to get a handle on what might be the better varieties. Uh, if anybody knows, I'd appreciate, uh, you know, getting some varietal name that might be a good one to work with. I, I've had some problem with the Hopi Azul actually not uh, just pollinating really well. And I'm thinking uh, I have another variety called, uh, I think it's called uh, uh, Golden, uh, uh, true, true Gold. Yeah, that's it. And that one does really well. It pollinates really well and sets a, you know, a, a good amount of kernels in the cob. But they... Some uh, some of the varieties didn't. So just asking if anybody knows. Um, I'm glad you guys have uh, you know a good program on. It really helps a lot of people. No, thank you very much. We pre- we appreciate the call, Vince. Okay, stay healthy now. You Thanks. too. Have a great weekend. So, so yeah. what what'd you see in there, George? So no, he is right with the herbicides. There are studies. Uh, North Carolina State Extension talks about it that there can be carryover with herbicides. Uh, he did mix insecticides with, but. Um, Herbicides get into the hay or other weed uh, or feed crops, rather, for the, for the animals, and it can be carried over. There are studies, but I say, they say most of it's broken down and gone within 30 days. But when he said uh, a year or so, some of it says it could be at least uh, several years for some of it to break down. I don't know how severe and, and what the percentages well, are. But. That's a really good reason, then, to come in and buy bags of, of organic matter instead of composting your horse manure. But I guess Perhaps, if you... It, I think it, it's going to depend on where you're getting your horse manure from and what those people that, use. You know, one, one of the things he said is people don't read labels, and we often say that, yeah. you know, you have to read the label. The label is the law, and it's important to do so. And, and he so also true. mentioned insecticides, which are totally Totally different, different right. That's what I was saying. He mixed insecticides yeah. with, with uh, herbicides. Right. I guess then, if you are concerned... At the very least, then thin it out. Use don't use it in as great of uh, as a great a percentage. Mix it with other things. Blend it to to minimize the the potential. Or pasteurize your own horses and don't buy feed that may have herbicide in it. And just know the know the food chain. Know the chain. Yeah. Know your production. Know right. your production. Well, the interesting th- the the question that I have is if it's. Uh if it's herbicide carryover in the food, why are you spraying herbicide on um, on hay, on hay or Bermuda grass? Well, I was thinking that as well, but probably what? Well, I was thinking, you know, horses aren't going to eat dead grass. You know, if if you've gone and done herbicide in the pasture, they're not going to eat that because it's going to be dead. But in a large field uh, alfalfa production. They may spray herbicide, Something certain types exactly. of herbicide. Exactly, that's what they're talking about, in pastures in, in, and in the bales fields. of hay, not right. in there. I was initially thinking, oh, in, in the pastures, well, that no. didn't make But they're probably using it in and around growing fields. Um, and that, so I guess it that could get make, into it. And they, they, they list a number yeah. of, of herbicides, things that we don't typically use, but um, and that are registered for pasture and grain crops. We're all nodding our heads in agreement here. So, yes. okay. Yeah. Thanks for... Must be right. Um, 888-344-1170 is the number if you would like to give us a call. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. Uh, you know, we do the, the nothing commentary here, and then George fills in with the actual facts. Thank you, George. <laughs> I'm the only one that knows how to read, so... Well, but, yeah, you, 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 you got that on us. I'm trying to... We were going to talk about something when we went into the break, but we took the phone calls and we came back. Oh, Tires. Oh, tires. You were going to tell us about well research assistance here. Not to use on, them. Not to. Well, it it there's some interesting things here. So it one of the um, 
the question is, is it safe to grow food and tires? And there's some controversy on either side of it. People say, yes, it's safe. Others say no. But the bottom line is it, it does leach chemicals. It does leach toxic things. And that's why you can't just throw a tire in a field somewhere. Well, you're not supposed to throw a tire in a field somewhere and let it um, rot because it so, takes a long time. So right. they said, they said, yes, you probably can do it if you rotate. You don't do this, you know, eat. If you, if you rotate your tires. If you rotate your tires <laughs> or, or 3,000 miles, whichever comes first. Um, but, but there are so many safer alternatives. Why would you do it? I'm okay with that. I yeah. just saw it done, and it's you know one yeah. of those yard hacks or something where you can yeah. just take a trash host of and, chemicals and metal metals that should not be used in human food production. And I, I guess we don't hear as much about the yes, it's safe because the people that have done it aren't around to <laughs> advocate their position. You know, my grandfather was a big fan of doing tires. Uh, uh, he, he died at 53, but he was but a loved proponent. it. Loved it. Did it his whole life. Okay, I plant in the ground, and you can do grow bags and containers. How's that? I'm a fan. Is that okay? I'm a fan. There All we right. go. All right, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more right after this. your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. When I got to the garden party, they all knew my name. No one recognized me. I didn't look the same, but it's all right now. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Um, was it, I guess it was yesterday they brought in the citrus that had... Uh, the uh, day before, I think. Day before. Yeah. Uh, huge scale in infestation. I've never seen uh, so much. Uh, it was. Mealybugs. Mealybugs. Right. It was, yeah. It was, it was gross. It was, it, it was, there was just so much on it. Farming ain't always beautiful. Yeah. Um, but what the, the clump, it was, it was, it was three lemons that I brought in and they were, and they were just completely coated with, um, with, um, uh, mealybugs and crawlers where they but, touch together right i mean yeah mostly right where yeah they were. right where exactly. the fruit hangs together yes. yeah, yeah 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 um but we put it under the microscope and we were looking at it and there was actually um the the predatory mealybug the mealybug destroyer Me- lady beetle yeah and it which was, looks like an alien from some sci-fi yeah. from the 50s Sounds like that should be followed by de la madrid or something <laughs> that's a long name you're right <laughs> uh but it was it was mowing. It was on, chowing on, down. It was <laughs> insane. Was it, it was, was it like Mark at a buffet in Las Vegas? <laughs> it was pretty, it was pretty, pretty not much. not quite like that. I think it wasn't quite as hungry. But, but uh, <laughs> close. But, but it, it it was wild. It was just it was just sitting. It was just it, it was just going to town on that's the, on that's the, fantastic. On so the, what yeah, does it look problem. like? How does it? How do you differentiate that from the bad mealy bug? They're bigger. It's much, much bigger. bigger. Yeah. It has all these. 
I'm, as I'm showing everyone in the studio, <laughs> it has these arms, looks like arms off to the side. You know, mm. you know what a ladybug larva looks like, right? Yes. Picture that covered in whiteness, like cotton, and then legs out to the side. Of you know, I, I'll, I'll post a photo. Of, I took I took a couple of photos. I'm just trying to enhance them a little bit so we can see them. No. I just got a picture in my mind of the little pill bugs from a bug's life. When they stand up and they're you're looking at them from the underneath, underneath yeah. with their legs out. It's kind of I know, I know I'm stretching it a well, little not, bit. Not really. I mean, if you but, took but, that and flocked it, there you go. If you yeah. flocked it for Christmas, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they it was. But they turn into a beetle. Just, I mean, a ladybug, like a, a lady beetle, much like a ladybug, just different colorings. Yeah, it was, but it, it it was amazing to watch. Unfortunately, the um, infestation of the bad mealybugs and was so scale bad. was so bad that there's no way that they're this, ever. Yeah, this one, yeah, this one gonna, is never going to win that battle. Is never going to. It's. It, but it's it'll, gonna, it'll, it, it'll, it'll be fat, dumb, and stupid. But uh, it, it'll it'll gonna, get its wings it's and become gonna, a beetle long before it finished eating. <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. There were a lot of mealybugs on that. Yeah, it was. Just is is that the if you were to squeeze that mealybug, would it be purple? No, that's, no, that's okay. cochineal. Okay. Um, and that, that and that's actually that, a scale. It's a, it's, right? it's a scale, yeah. and it's and it's on um, okay. opuntia cactus. Opuntia cactus, yes. yeah. and it's used to make uh, carmine, the dye that yeah, carmine that you'll find in yogurt and other edible and yeah. products. So when, when, and in so New York City. Yes, that carmine. So, so when you when you when you're looking carmine at, San Diego, when you're when you're looking at the uh, at the uh, ingredients. ingredients on uh, your food labels and and you see carmine, you're bug eating blood. E- you're eating, eating bu- crushed eating, up scale. Eating bug <laughs> eating bug juice. You know, George made a point of letting me know that that was scale about two or three weeks ago. It looks like mealybug. It's cottony like mealybug, but it's a scale. No. <laughs> You know, you, you know, learn something every day. Otherwise, yes, you're dead. That's right. Otherwise, but you ate stuff out of tires and you die. I remember because we used, I mean, years ago, Ray Landon was the one that was teaching me, or somebody brought it in, and, and it was scale. Now that you're, I, for some reason, I always thought it was mealybug, but it, so I remember that now. If it looks it like a mealybug, and it crawls like a mealybug, but it squishes like a scale, it's not a mealybug. Is that right? Well, if you squish it and it turns red. Right. Okay. Then. And that's on the flat. Paddle cactus. Yeah, Nopalis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. It's It's a beautiful color. It's pretty common. And they they actually make, they they would make dye out of it. Correct. Right. For um, like fabric and things like that. You know, I was thinking we could start a false rumor about it being used in other things. Nah, we we don't need to. It's in a lot of stuff to begin with. You don't have to do any rumors. I don't have to do it. (laughs) I think it's granted. Especially false ones. Okay, I won't start. <laughs> I, I think the you know the most the most common place that I've that I've seen it on um, ingredient lists is uh, red grapefruit juice. Do they add color to it they, with that? They add. Are I you have, kidding? I have seen that they have added color to it. Yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. So well, you can, you in can San have, Diego, you can have that in your screwdriver. Great, great. <laughs> well, I was going to say grenadine, but you know, okay, I was going that way. I don't think they use it in that anymore. So du- just double check your labels and make sure it's okay. Because I don't want the sales of pink grapefruit juice products in San Diego to plummet because of this. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, what is that going to do to vegans? That's yeah. a great point. For, yeah, there you go. Oh, well, you know that's the other, the other thing. Uh, the other vegan 
Oh, don't um, go to figs. Don't go to figs. Don't go say, to figs. figs. It's a, <laughs> don't do it. It's a, don't do it. It's a controversy. It's a controversy. It's a, it's a tough one. You know, it, it looked like a bug had been through it, but I got a watermelon yesterday that had had a hole in it on the bottom, and it was it looked like a fine watermelon, but I cut into it, and it was just you all was mush on it. Oh, it was disgusting. <laughs> and it's, oh, it stunk, too. It was awful. Really? Yes. But um, I gave it to the chickens this morning, so we'll see when I get it. was dark. They were still sleeping, but I put it in there chicken coop this morning so that they they usually will eat the watermelon and watermelon rinds what was left of it but the whole center was hollowed out just and i took a this is a good mental picture for everybody getting up ready for breakfast as i took a handful of goop and i threw it into my have a heart trap to see if i could catch a rabbit because i was too lazy to put some greens in it and so this morning when i went out i set the have a heart with a with some watermelon gook (laughs) clip so as discussed earlier about not being able to release that. No, don't even go there. Don't ask. Don't ask. I have a don't ask, don't tell rabbit policy. Are you having a problem with rabbits? Yes. Um, I, have a limited, I have a limited pea. Well, what I thought was, well, it's not a pea germination problem. The peas germinated just fine, but the rabbits mowed them down. Oh. So as... Uh, Why don't you fence them off? Well, that is what the chicken wire was for that is now cylinders. I fenced off my squash for the summer to get them going, and then they don't touch them. But I don't like doing it. It looks stupid, and I just don't like doing it. Um, And, you know, my yard is just so immaculate. (laughs) I was going to say. You know, I've been known to have the garden that's cross between the Garden of Eden and Detroit. So I'm curious yeah. I'm oh, curious what yours you is. But you won't plant tires, huh? I won't, I, even I won't plant tires. You Absolutely. go to Detroit. I will not plant um, tires. I did it last year just for this reason, and I let the rabbits be. But I don't want to let the rabbits be, so I'm not going to. So you're going to move them out? Probably. To the National Wildlife Refuge. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Well, <laughs> that's what the sign says on it. I don't just, well, that's where I let the rattlesnake go. Um, but I, we have people that come in and say these seeds didn't sprout. And usually it is not, usually it's not a sprouting issue. It's, right. it's, it's a, something got yeah, to them before exactly. you saw them. Yep. Because most of these seeds come from enormous batches. And so... There'd be hundreds or thousands of packages of seeds that would come from one batch, and the likelihood well, they have to they have to test a lot. They have yeah, to lot right. test everything to make sure that it's going to germinate. And the likelihood of every a single seed not right. working is not great, but the likelihood of a snail or slug or sow bug coming by and mowing it before you even see it is quite yes. great. Yeah. or or rabbits, as the case may be. Yeah. On that riveting note, um, I don't know, rat. They're cute, they're furry, and they have cute little tails. And so, and they're lucky. They're lucky rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one that you're carrying the foot on. No. <laughs> You've been listening to the Garden Talk here on KPRZ and, K- and KCBQ. We'll be back next Saturday morning at 6 o'clock with another hour. Hope to see you then. Have a great weekend, everybody. Oh, and turn your sprinklers off. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. 
Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery.